I have the privilege of working with great American patriots in the ongoing battle against excessive wokeness in American companies. These people are heroes because the amount of money and prestige available to those who take the woke view is enormous, and ditto for those who sell out to China. Now, one of those heroes is my friend Paul Fitzpatrick. Paul is president of 1792 Exchange, which is an alliance of families protecting Christian and conservative institutions and philanthropy and helping corporations move back to neutral to protect free exercise, free speech, free enterprise. Paul served on Capitol Hill. He was the deputy chief of staff and ran the DC operation for US Senator Kelly Loeffler of Georgia. For the prior five years, he was chief of staff for Congressman Mark Meadows of North Carolina. Before working in government, he served two decades with Family Research Council, then Freedom Partners. Welcome, Paul, to the Economic War Room. Uh, it's my honor to be here. Thanks for having me on. Hey, uh, you know, I got an email from you the other day uh, about the 1792 Exchange and this cool new tool that you developed, and I immediately knew that's something we've got to tell all the financial advisors we train and all the viewers of Economic War Room because it is a potential game changer. So let's start with what is 1792 Exchange? Yeah, you know, we are an organization that is protecting and safeguarding free exercise, free speech, and free enterprise. And it's in this context of all that we've seen, and you've talked about, of corporations getting politicized. Sometimes we call it woke corporations. But ultimately, it's the weaponization of largely public companies, though some, some large privately held companies have done it. And they're undermining our political process, but they're challenging our freedoms. And we're supported by families that are concerned about their freedom of religion, freedom of speech, and their freedom to run their businesses the way they want, that their capital markets aren't going to get cut, shut off, and their web hosting and all the financial operational supply chain that makes their work possible is going to get shut off by a politicized corporation. So we're here to help others. So where'd you get the name 1792 Exchange? That's a unique that, name. A, it really is. It's a, intended to be a little undercover. We've been working undercover for a while, but it, it, it was the year that the first time in, in on this continent, a stock exchange was founded in 1792 in New York. It was called the Buttonwood Exchange. Yeah, under the Buttonwood together. tree. Yeah. Yes, yes, under the tree. And it came together because what was happening? Shareholders, there were securities being traded. Shareholders were being cheated. And there was not a free exchange of information. There was a lack of trust. A little like what's going on today, as corporations get politicized, they're cheating their shareholders, and there's a lack of trust, especially among employees and employers and those who are on the receiving end of being canceled or denied service. Yeah. So that year was also significant because it was when they laid the cornerstone for the what became the White House. It's also significant because uh, Gen uh, President Washington, formerly General Washington, ran for re-election. So it was a significant part of American history. But you're right. You hit the New York part of it, which is that buttonwood tree and what became our modern stock exchange. Yes, and it's an uh, interesting part of my history of working for Senator Leffler and their their families. Uh, they built a business, she and her husband, that ultimately bought the New York Stock Exchange. So really pretty interesting. But we're we're really excited to to come alongside folks like you and spread the word. Yeah, well, you've got this new project, a spotlight report, which is corporate bias rankings. Is that what you intended to do when you formed this group? Uh, did you intend to go straight for that, or did you have other visions and other views and then stumble on it? 
Oh, no, you know, part of our DNA is protecting and equipping small businesses and nonprofits. So we knew we wanted to do that. So almost from day one, I started building a research team. They're sitting behind me, um, a, a lean, mean team that is research and evaluating companies. And so, so now really from the beginning, we thought one of the first things we'll do is develop a resource or a tool to equip folks. And I can tell more about that. Yeah, well, it it goes so many different places. There's so many different uses for it. But the reason you had to do it is because I think we agree that woke corporations are not necessarily destroying America, but setting out to destroy America, at least the America we know and love. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the, the left has marched through the institutions, right? And they have done a great job legislatively, both both federally and state level. And where they couldn't get things through, often they relied on the courts very effectively. Uh, we've seen some positive move uh, in the court, but right now with the Biden administration using every lever of the federal government to push ESG, the ESG agenda, corporations are being pressured. But let's let's get into, as you know, and your listeners know, the reason that many corporations are being pressured is the ESG banner, environmental, social, and governance, but it's the major, the big three asset managers, right? BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard, even though Vanguard's done a few good things lately, um, putting massive pressure on these corporations. So even if the CEO wants to be neutral, it's really hard if they have Larry Fink whispering in their ear or voting shares that will change the boards, which could change the CEO's job. Yeah, no, and that's what Jack Bogle warned about. And Jack Bogle, had just a, a couple of months, not years, a couple of months before he passed on, the founder of the index fund industry, you know, the great, the great man who invented it, he warned that if you have intermediaries who control your shareholder vote, that they could force their own agenda on American companies and thus force it on America. And so whether you, you know, you might own shares in a bank that is purposely defunding uh, things you believe in and maybe stopping the energy industry. So wokeness has is, is gone nuts. Oh, it, it really has. And it's it's not just, oh, ho-hum, isn't it unfortunate this CEO is putting on a, a jersey politically? No, that's not what it's about. This is about stealing from the shareholders. Because if, if a corporation is making decisions for non-financial reasons, they're a public company, they, they have the fiduciary duty, then it's going to harm their sales, maybe alienate half their customers, maybe divide their employees. Long-term, that's going to hurt their share, their, their stock price. And, and as, as you know, roughly three-quarters of all the dollars in the U.S. stock markets are tied in one way, shape, or form to retirement. So the American Americans' retirement security in long term depends on this. But pulling back close, I mean, you're sitting there in Texas. Uh, your your friendly oil and gas folks there. Capital markets are being choked off by politicized corporations, of big financial institutions, big banks that are committing to net zero alliances to get to become carbon neutral by 2050. So. Who does that hurt? Hurts everybody, but especially the poor. Well, we're going to have to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about how we can push back and what your tool will do for those who want to. We're talking with Paul Fitzpatrick of the 1792 Exchange. And we've been talking about how woke corporations are a real threat to the American way of life. And the scary part about it is we're funding all of this. 
Now, if it were just one outlandish corporation, we could, we could solve that and just walk away, invest elsewhere. And, and the problem is, how would we know which ones are being excessively woke and forcing this ESG agenda? And how do we identify those that are not? Well, up until recently, we had to go off just press reports and our own recollection and you know, the hope that we could Google and find something. But there's this new tool out that, that Paul has brought forth that actually gives you the capability of defining, am I using this supplier? Are they good for America or bad for America? Are they good for uh, oil and gas industry if I live in Texas or bad? So Paul, tell us about your new tool. Oh, thank you, Kevin. I, we have developed this spotlight report. It's really a series of reports. The first one we're rolling out, we're calling our corporate bias ratings. And what our research team has done, and like you alluded to it, you're going to have to take a lot of time to research all of your vendors. What we've done is we've evaluated over a thousand companies, and we're not stopping, on their likelihood of canceling or denying service for ideological reasons. Could be political, could be faith-based. Uh, and we've seen cancellations. And so what we've done is we said, Small businesses and nonprofits and, frankly, families need to know, can they rely on or are they going to be vulnerable working with different companies? And we have taken the, the panoply of types of industries and companies, certainly starting with what we call pinch points, whether it be in your business or your nonprofit or your family. You think about in the IT space, you think about the banking and finance space, they could shut you down in a minute if they turn it off, one of the services. So we have evaluated on high medium or lower likelihood or risk of canceling or denying service. We evaluated each company on six criteria. A couple of important points. Uh, I know a lot of your, your viewers care a lot about investing. This tool is not intended to, to guide your investments, nor are we vetting their products and services, nor the price. You've got to do that on your own. What we want you to do is go into our database and this tool, pull up a company or pull up an industry and find out why are they high, medium, or lower risk, and then look, actually go through the details of the six criteria. It's not hard. And we are, we're just Googling, we're doing research. So if my brother's uncle's cousin met a guy at a gas station who said he was canceled, we're not going to put that in our database. We, we have to find maybe it's policies that are listed on the company's website, or, or it's news reports of folks who are saying, I was canceled, it's verified. So it's, it's all footnoted there. So you can, you can check, and, and I'm sure some of the companies over time may be unhappy with their ratings. Well, they can look at it and correct me where we're wrong. Yeah, no, I want companies to look at their ratings and I want them to correct them so that they that they go back to neutral. I want my business, I don't want them to, I, I say this all the time, I don't want Christian Cola. If you make Christian cola, I want the best tasting cola with a company that's not destroying my values. Now, Christian works pretty good for chicken sandwiches, but honestly, I, you, we don't need to see a Christian version of this and that and the other thing. We actually need to see American companies that want to serve their customers, not destroy their values, that believe in liberty, security, and, and the Western civilization, Judeo-Christian viewpoint on things. So that's why we push LSV, liberty, security, and values, and not ESG. But your, your tool goes beyond that. It, it gives the opportunity for people to report their own experiences, and then you'll do research. Did I get that right? Yeah, that's exactly right, because we there are people out there who maybe been fired, they've been denied service, they've been canceled, um, but they, for whatever reason, 
hadn't publicized it. I talked to a large nonprofit here in town in Washington, D.C. They had been denied and canceled probably half a dozen times. They had only publicized one of them. Well, once they wrote about it after talking to me, well, now I can link to that story and publicize it. And frankly, it affected the ratings of some of these companies, these vendors. And so, yes, on our website, a couple things you can do. If you can't find one of your vendors, there's a place where you can submit it and then we'll do the evaluation and then put it up. Now, we have a small team, so it's going to take a little time. And as we've rolled out this database just in the last couple of weeks, we're getting a lot of hits. And so it's going to take us some time. But the other thing we can do, to your point, is let us know if you've been canceled because we want to add that to the database. And and I will I'll I'll let you get in a minute. I'll get into more what we want people to do with it. But I'll, I'll pause right there. Yeah, well, how do we g help you get a bigger team? Because this seems like a very important project. I don't know of anyone else who's done anything close to this. Uh, it, it works. I was on there last night digging through and looking at this company or that company. I looked at entertainment companies, for example. Who's entertaining my kids? Because I want to know if the leadership of those companies is excessively woke. I'm not sure that I want uh, kids watching the programming that they're producing, for example. And I won't name that one in Florida that's famous with the mouse and everything else, but they didn't get the best of ratings. Uh, but uh, how can people support what you're doing? Well, honestly, we're about change. And of course, if anybody wants to come on our website and support us, we're a nonprofit. We'd appreciate that. It's setexchange.com. You can find the, the Spotlight Report corporate bias ratings. That's the most important thing. I will say, get online, get on our site, download. If, if you work at a local bank, and let's just say it is rated red, high risk, print off the PDF. That's Our site is designed in such a way you can do that. Walk it in, talk to the bank, the manager and say, I look, you canceled, you did this, this and this. Are you going to do that to me? And say, depending on what they say, you might say, well, would you change the terms of my contract? You know, I'm a, a small business owner in town. We have a contract. Will you change that? That's that's a way to do it. The other the flip side is we're, this is really not intended to be a boycott database. If a company is lower risk, they're green print that off, walk into the business or mail it to them or email it and say, thank you for your willingness to serve everybody with excellence and integrity, regardless of left, right, middle, faith or no faith. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. If, if we can get people then to regularly visit your site and you can expand beyond that, uh, then we'll have a conversation that is important in America. That conversation needs to be held in multiple places. Now, you say it's not for investing, but investment advisors may want to take a look just because their clients may not want to invest in something that's going after their value. So they might want to look at it from that perspective, or they might want to vote their shares uh, in order if the management's going the wrong direction, they might want to raise questions on behalf of their clients to say, hey, you're going the wrong direction. We want we want you to go this direction instead. And so they'll vote their proxies uh, to help that. So it can help consumers. It can help investors. It can help corporations. And frankly, if a company is not actually being a good fiduciary and not uh, being neutral and, and, and excluding a good number of customers, uh, maybe that needs to be raised as well. These are all things that you can do with the 1792 Exchange tool, the corporate spotlight. It's beautiful and I love it. We're gonna have to take another break. When we come back, Paul, let's talk in detail about how people can use the tool and how it'll make a difference. We're talking with Paul Fitzpatrick, 
uh, founder, of the head of the 1792 Exchange. He's a, it's been a longtime friend. We've been in this battle against wokeness in corporations for quite a while. Uh, but he brought out this new tool. Um, 1792 Exchange, by the way, is a nonprofit. It's something you can support financially. This is a good way to weaponize your money is to support this and get this information out. Because if you invest in what they're doing, you will help America recognize how far we've gone from you know, truth, justice, and the American way, or we say liberty, security, and values, into ESG and woke and crazy stuff that's attacking your children, it's going after your values, it's trying to end the oil industry in America and, and, and fossil fuels to our detriment, which will raise prices. It can make life worse if wokeness takes over. But Paul's given us a tool on how we can fight back. 1792 Exchange, look up a company, print out the reports. So tell us a little more. How would you like people ideally to use what you're doing? Okay, so let's say you're a uh... You're running a nonprofit or small business, or frankly, just working, you know, you're just running your family. I would look at what are the important financial and operational supply chain pieces that keep you running? Who's your bank? Who's your IT provider? Your web hosting, your CRM, your payment processing, you name it. Keep going through. Retailer, re grocery. Well, good. that's a very good. That's exactly. We've got retailers. You've got airline industry, you name it. There's some of these industries, it's hard because they're not many, for example, airlines. But but go into our database, you can search by industry, lots of different, just click on that. And, and you might say, I wanna see all of them in that industry and see where does your supplier line up? Or you may say, I, I'm looking to find a new bank and then just click on bank and then click on safe, uh, lower. You know, that that's, that's we, we don't say low risk because we can't really guarantee. We say lower risk and then look through that. Use that tool. And as I mentioned earlier, take that the printout. It's very easy. You, you click on it. You load it in your cart. You download the PDF. You could print it. You could email it. You could send it to the company. You could send it to your friend. If you're running a, a business or a nonprofit, send it to the COO. CFO, whoever's helping to make those decisions and say, add this to your decision point. That's one. The other, I would say, as an employee, I think employees should go on our database, look up their employer and say, well, uh, my guess is they're going to find out, learn some things that they didn't know about. And they may want to go to their supervisor and say, gosh, I didn't know we canceled that organization. Um, we don't have to agree with all of our customers, do we? Or they might say, gosh, I didn't know we were donating to that cause. That's fairly ideologically divisive, maybe on human life or, or human sexuality issues. Do I need to be supporting that as I'm working? I want our company to thrive, sell as many widgets as possible. And I also want to be able to come to work and have a space where we're not fighting about issues. Let's debate pub issues in the public square. Let's have companies be really focused on business. So those are just a couple of the ways that, in addition, that people can use this tool. Yeah, well, I just looked it up. All right, so I, I, I've been a supporter of First Liberty Institute with Kelly Shacker for, for a long time. In fact, I'm on their advisory board, and they picked up a case because there were two employees of Alaska Airlines uh, that were treated unfairly based on their faith. And so there's a, there's a case there. So I just typed in while we were talking Alaska Airlines. It shows up risk level, high risk. Summary, Alaska Airlines terminated, terminated two employees who disagreed with the company's support for the Equality Act. 
Alaska Airlines discriminates against faith-based charities in its giving and is a national corporate sponsor of the Human Rights Campaign. Alaska Airlines does not have a viewpoint protection for its employees. For these reasons, it receives a high-risk rating. So I just validated it because I know from personal, uh, we had Kelly on and, and we talked about that exact case here in the economic war room uh, with First Liberty. Then we see it happening and then you've reported on it. This is phenomenal because it helped, we tell people to weaponize their money, giving, spending, investing, and you've given them a tool where they can do a quick evaluation, and then if they want a detail report, download a detail report, not just to alter their habits, but maybe to go to the person who's offending them, like a Christian should, and say, hey, this offends me, here's why, and here's what you can do to correct your behavior. If, um, if enough of America does this, We'll turn the ship. This is amazing. No, you're, you're, you're right, Kevin. If we would just walk in with humility and love in both our words and our tone and say, this is how I perceive this. This is how this affects me. And this is the message you're sending. This is, and, there, and you could talk about the consequences of these decisions and policies and actions, the negative consequences, maybe on families. And so we need to engage in that way. The, the other, you alluded to it earlier, as shareholders, so many of us have a 401k plan uh, and we often ignore these proxy votes. You know, there's these shareholder resolutions. We need to be voting. And like you said earlier, go on the database, find out what's the company doing. If they've gotten active and aggressive, they may be more likely to need some nudging to mat encourage management to vote against an activist, liberal, or progressive shareholder resolution. They need to hear from shareholders. So again, that's just another way. We didn't set out to use the, to, to develop this tool for that purpose, but it's a great use for it. Well, you know, when you combine it with something else we've talked about, we've done a line act campaigns uh, here where you can go to the board of directors of a certain corporation and you say, we don't like this. We're a shareholder and we don't like this. And they can sign a petition that sends automatic emails. When you combine this information with that capability, uh, I'll tell you, I, I'm, I'm a, a, a director of both private and public companies, uh, and you get enough emails telling you, hey, we don't like this behavior, you alter and you go to the CEO and say, what are you doing? And the CEO probably doesn't even know what's going on. It may be six levels below her or him, and, and they may say, whoa, why, what are we doing here? We can't offend customers. So, you know, but you have to have the weapon yeah, of information. Yeah, exactly, go send it to investor relations at a public company. They're gonna they're gonna pay attention, especially if they get enough of them. Yeah, no, I think what you've built here is one of the most important tools in the fight for liberty, security, and values that we've ever seen. I hope, Paul, we, you partner with us. We train financial advisors. We're going to train 10,000 of them at Liberty University. We've, we launched uh, our liberty classes last year, and we're going to weaponize a trillion dollars of capital. Well, that's a trillion dollars mm. of investment capital that can look here, and they can say, hey, my spending, my giving, my investing is going to be altered. So thank you so much for what you've done. Oh, Kevin, I am you you are a dynamo and all that you're doing and we just pray that this tool will equip your viewers, your listeners and Americans all across the country and be a tool that, and a weapon for freedom and for truth and frankly for our economy. So we're just honored to be on here. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. Hey, we're going to summarize all of this in our free economic battle plan at 
economicwarroom.com. Remember, you know, the things that we see as a marketplace, our enemies view them as a battle space. With this tool, we have some, something with which we can fight back. So be sure and look at 1792 Exchange and remember to go to economicwarroom.com. This is Kevin Freeman from the Economic War Room.